Hey, well, I, I think we're finally live. So, hey, happy Monday, everybody. We're uh, we're going to kick this off the way we always do. Who knew how important Frank was to making this work great? Let's figure out how this works. Oh, we're almost there. So thanks for finding the Geek Spot. My name is Jack Kidd. I'll be your host this evening. We're going to uh, we're gonna see how things go. Uh, Frank is on a plane flying to go be a Jedi for a few days. So you're stuck with me for now. But I'm going to miss a few weeks. So we figured uh, we'd get some things in. A lot of stuff happened in the last few days to catch everybody up on so again thanks for finding the geek spot with me uh you can always uh tell a friend i know we're not on youtube tonight we will be on youtube as a regular video later tonight or tomorrow uh so you can always still join the conversation there and catch up on what's going on in the world of geek so gonna get started with some quick news uh this won't be your regular full-length episode because it's just me but happy to talk with anybody in the chat hey there mom thanks for joining uh thanks for the other people that are already watching too uh like i said we will be on youtube later on so i apologize for that little snafu with getting everything working tonight but let's uh let's get into some of the news updates and then we'll we'll talk about some of the finales that aired this week we got some close to finales we got some strike news we got a movie that came out there's so much stuff this week it's crazy so a couple things we saw so uh just on the movie front and what I've been up to, you know, you can always check me out at jackkidmusic.com, figure out where you'll get get at me next. I did manage to go see the Marvels this week. We'll close out talking about the Marvels. Uh, but to uh, kick things off, a couple movie trailers dropped in the last week. We got the new Ghostbusters trailer. Uh, looks way better than Afterlife. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know my thoughts on Afterlife and Frank's. Uh, he's a big fan of it. We had Danny on special that episode to talk about it. Um, I thought it was a lot of setup for not a lot of payoff once we got to the end of that, but I think this new one is just going to dive right in and be action nonstop. So I'm really looking forward to that. I think that's going to be a great, great movie once it comes out. It looks like we get a lot more of the original Ghostbusters in it too, which should be pretty awesome. We also had, uh, if you saw Mean Girls is coming back. Uh, we were saying I was just playing Mean Girls a few weeks ago. I had no idea the movie was getting rebooted and coming back out in January. It looks like they kept Tim Meadows and Tina Fey as the uh, the main teacher and the principal. So we'll see how that looks when it comes out. looks like it's going to be pretty much the same movie, just a little bit updated to keep up with modern technology and all the social media that's come out since the original. If you've seen the musical, it looks like it's going to be a little closer to how that storyline's working. Yeah, Dom, sorry about the YouTube. Um, I didn't realize that that login is just uh, just Frank's, so 
Um, I can't log into that. I sent him a text, but he's on a plane, so no, uh, no YouTube just yet. So uh, we'll be we'll be back there uh, next week, and uh, this video will actually be up there later on tonight. Uh, so we hit up Ghostbusters, Mean Girls. We got a new trailer for Dead Boy Detectives. Uh, if you watch Doom Patrol or Red Vertigo comics from DC, this is a pair of uh, boy detectives that uh, for, that are of British descent that passed away that are stuck in between worlds because their 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 final mystery is unsolved. So instead, they go around and they have a partner in the real world and they go try and solve mysteries. This was originally picked up as an HBO Max show got dropped by HBO Max and is now going to be a Netflix series. So that's coming out uh, real soon now. We just got that that uh, trailer and looks uh, looks like it's going to be pretty fun. Um, other movie news we got. We got Coyote versus Acme, which was all the rage and is part of the latest in WB's cuts where they decide that they're going to drop things and not pay for them anymore so that we... Uh, don't get to watch them in the theater. So right now, though, it sounds like they are shopping that actively, unlike a lot of the stuff like Batgirl that they shelved. Uh, they're actually going to be shopping that movie. So we should be able to get to see that sometime in the in the near future uh, on at least a streaming service. So uh, and from what I saw, that actually looks like it's pretty fun. It's a live action in and out with uh, Coyote and Acme. So we had that. We got a new uh, the strike is over. Also, which is super exciting news. So immediately after the strike was over, Marvel went and volleyed in a couple of people on late night. Uh, Tom Hiddleston and Brie Larson showed right up right after the strike officially ended. And we're pumping up the Marvels and the Loki finale last week. Talk about both of those in a little bit. Um, and also with that, we got a bunch of schedule moves that happened last week right before the strike ended, too. From a Marvel standpoint, it looks like we're just going to get Deadpool. Uh, coming up this year hopefully there's no conflict so they can finish filming that coming up uh, and we get that in july that took the former captain america new world order date and right now uh, nothing's going on the deadpool date uh, all the different studios have pushed a lot of stuff even uh even fast 11 uh, is now undated from the theaters there's some sony marvel films one that was scheduled to release next november it's untitled right now that's also pushed to undated uh all of those all the other marvel stuff got pushed out uh ghostbusters frozen empire i was talking about earlier that's now on march 29th um as charles who tunes in loves uh winnie the pooh blood and honey 2 will be coming out in february so if you haven't seen the first one it sounds like it is a blast still um we also have more Universal stuff getting moved into next year. Blumhouse is putting a bunch of stuff next year. The Venom sequel will still be released next November, which is great news that that's still coming out. All of those movies are just a lot of fun. If you haven't uh, enjoyed the Venom movies, take another look. Uh, if you have liked the Venom movies and have not played Spider-Man 2 yet, go do it. Um, just finish that game over the weekend. Uh, and it was amazing from start to finish. Um, I'll talk about that in a little bit, too, when I get to the Marvel stuff. Uh, the Captain America Brave New World that was pushed from July is pushed out to February of 2025. Um, so lots of lots of moves in the theaters there. Lots of moves from movies. Uh, finally, they're getting back to work. Some of them are so busy they can't even get back to work. Uh, just heard about 
uh, for the Mandalorian because I don't have much Star Wars news, so I'll just hit it real quick. Mandalorian season four, Pedro is not even going to show up on set. Why isn't he going to show up on set? Because his first priority is filming Gladiator 2, which already has a bunch of stuff filmed, but he has to go star in the second half of that that they're filming uh, now that the strike's over. And he's diving right from that right into The Last of Us season two. So he does not have time to do The Mandalorian season four. Luckily, I don't think he was on The Mandalorian season three very much. He's just going to go in and drop all, in all his voiceover work after the fact, like he's done the last couple years. So even though that's big news, so to speak, I don't think it's really going to have an impact on anything going on there. Um, but that is a little bit of news for Star Wars this week that it seems like Mandalorian season four is going to try and get started pretty quick uh, now that the strikes over so they can get that back uh, Disney plus back on track from a show standpoint. Uh, Dom, I saw you talking about the Avatar, the last airbender trailer. I didn't see that one yet because uh i still never watched any of the avatar stuff i did not watch the m night Shyamalan remake and i also did not watch the original series i know i know i'm not usually the one with things on his list but that one is one that has been on my list just because it's such a time investment i haven't been able to to break down and say i'm gonna watch all the episodes of the original series yet but i know a lot of people are excited for that and I can't wait for uh, that to come out. I'll probably end up watching the Netflix new series before I watch all the original stuff to come in with a little bit of a blank slate, uh, which can be better sometimes, as we'll hear when we're going through some of these other uh, things that have come out lately. Uh, so, you know, I think we'll, we'll continue to hear a lot of news about movies moving, things getting canceled, actors not available to do roles, so recasting and all of the DC stuff from what has been reported will still be on track. Uh, Superman will make its release date and still be able to start filming in March. So I think we'll get a lot of casting news for all of the DC and some other Marvel things in the very near future. So looking forward to hearing about that from all of them. A um, couple things that I've been watching lately. If you are still behind on Invincible, uh, go catch up. This uh, episode two came out last Thursday it's fantastic. Um, the the show continues to show how uh, the comic medium is works better in comics and animation. You know, there there's there's a lot of things that can be missed when you go to live action, and now you got to pay cast, and you can't pay off things from years ago because you can't get the person back, or the effect that you want to do is too expensive, or so many of these things. And that's why the the fantastical world of all of those places, like the world of Invincible, where there's so many callbacks and characters that come back and and crazy things that you can do in the effects uh, over the span of a few years that you can't do in live action is because you know actors get old, as I've said once or twice on this show. Uh, it's great. There's so many callbacks to season one already, and they're they're continue to move the story forward and and have real character development, which you know is always nice on an animated series. But this one's definitely uh, got the adult take, and you get to see more progression there from those characters. Uh, I know everybody's heard me talk about Doom Patrol off and on over the last few years. We did just hit the end of that series on HBO Max this last week. Uh, this was another show where they had a weird season. Uh, it was only 12 episodes. They dropped six, like maybe seven or eight months ago. And then they had the long break as they finished tweaking and editing the last six. And that dropped about three, four weeks ago. They dropped three episodes the first week, I think, and then one a week for the next couple of weeks. Um, 
the show has always been kind of weird, kind of quirky, kind of cerebral, depending on how you want to go into it. But it's it's always been a lot of fun and always leaned into kind of the weird, quirky world of Doom Patrol and how they're on the outskirts of everything while they still exist in that regular DC universe. So that's been pretty cool watching that play out. They finally got to Immortus, the big bad. I think they hit most of the big bads that show um, ever the comic series ever had in the classic run. And they still managed to bring back all sorts of characters from throughout the series in these last handful of episodes. And you got Michelle Gomez that joined last season and continued through this year. That was a great addition to the cast. Um, and you still have, you know, Matt Bomer, Brendan Fraser just doing great work uh, from a voiceover standpoint. And occasionally you do get to see them in live action, too, which is which is fun on the show. But they tied it up really nice. Um, they gave all of the characters an actual ending. There was no like open oh well this might go on nope nope they were like we're just going to wrap this up with a bow give every single character a meaningful finale um which was really nice deny or diane uh guero who was in orange is the new black as well has been amazing on this show the whole run and she got some really really good work to do this season she plays a character called uh crazy jane who is multiple personalities and kind of one kind of running lead on them, but then they take over and each one that takes over has different powers. So she's gotten to do a lot of work uh, on that psychological side uh, over the run of the show and no different the last few episodes, but uh, she was completely unexpected from, from what she had played in, in previous roles that I've seen her this one. And uh, I look forward to seeing what she and the rest of the cast of doom patrol do next. So definitely recommend if you haven't caught up on doom patrol or haven't started yet, Go dig in. It's it's literally a start to finish package now, and uh, I don't think you'll you'll be missing anything by the end. Uh, one other show, and then I'll just start diving into some uh, some some of my thoughts on the Loki finale, and uh, and on the Marvels. And anybody that wants to chime in and chat, uh, you're welcome to. I will uh, uh, touch on anything that you you bring up too. Um, so Fear the Walking Dead has two episodes left. If you've listened to this, you've heard me. You've heard about Frank's love for zombies. You've heard about my uh, the fact that I actually dove into these shows and and uh, didn't stop with Fear the Walking Dead. I was I had FOMO when it first came out, so I wasn't sure. I was like, all right, look, I didn't start The Walking Dead till season like five, so I missed out on a ton. And then I was like, let me jump in, jumped in on Walking Dead, and I was like, this is great. Fear the Walking Dead. I was like, this looks dumb, so I didn't want to do it. And then I, I took the chance and I said, I'm not going to quit because I'm going to quit and it's going to get really good. And everybody's going to tell me that I shouldn't have dropped off. So I, so I stuck with it. And first season, second season, okay. Um, but by the third season of that show, got really good and started telling really different stories. And then by season five, they tied all these characters from the original series in. And you, you started to get all this additional... Uh, development from morgan who was a character on the very first episode of the walking dead and came all the way through and lenny james just did amazing work as him he he bowed out halfway through this final season um and they brought back uh madison clark who was the lead for fear the walking dead to begin with and then you get a ton of great work from her this season you get um the character i don't remember the actor's name but character dwight from the original walking dead uh is on fear the walking dead along with with sherry and you got to see those characters develop. You got—I talked about it last week. I think um, they went back to 
sanctuary and got to tie up a lot of the loose ends and storylines that we had from there before. Um, but Fear the Walking Dead, they brought on some new showrunners, I want to say in season five, when they brought on Jenna Elfman and a whole bunch of other people. And now they're on season eight and they're wrapping up that series uh, in two weeks. But if you are behind on that or you gave up after like season five or season six, go catch up. It's great storylines. There's there's great development. There's nothing slow. They they made it a point every season. Um, this one's been a little bit different, but where they go and they dig in on one character on each episode and then bring them back together. So you get a lot of actual character development instead of so many people on screen all the time, like we end up seeing in a lot of these things where you can't get to the to to really develop any of the characters because you're trying to develop all the characters. Uh, this show's been smart and avoided that and really gotten to do some character driven story um, that we're sorely missing in a lot of other medium that we see right now. This just got maybe 20 minutes of content and there's they're squeezing six episodes of TV out of it. Instead of this, you get, you know, an hour of content every week with different character development to show you their progression and how they how they evolve to where they end up. Uh, it's been really good stuff. So now. There was a finale and a premiere. Um, I think the finale was probably easier for people to watch than the premiere. Um, I'd love to be talking about this with Frank, but like I said, I have uh, family commitments the next two weeks, so I will not be here. Um, Dom, you might get tagged in at some point during that uh, to, to team up with Frank, but we, I definitely want to hear Frank thoughts. Frank's thoughts on Loki and the Marvels. If I can uh, tap in in the chat those weeks, I absolutely will. So Loki, right? You all know how much I've loved this season, if you've been watching. Um, and by love this season, I mean, couldn't wait for the sixth episode. So we got through, we got through Loki. Uh, spoilers again for the finale of Loki. Um, and look, uh, I... <laughs> Dom, I do not know if Frank will have watched the Marvels by then. I hope. He's going to be very busy in Disney, living living that Disney life. So we'll see. Um, I know he watched the Loki finale, so at least we'll be able to get his thoughts on there. Um, but and maybe it's just me, because I, I watch a lot of uh, comic TV, as you all know, and, and sci-fi fantasy TV and things like that, and they all love a good time loop. And I might just be so burned out by time loop episodes of television that I just can't, I could not get into Loki this whole season um, when we just said, okay, we're going to do another time loop. Okay, great. And oh, and now we're going to, we're going to study physics for hundreds of years and become a master physicist. Great. Cool. I, I mean, look, it took your, your God, so that shouldn't be a big deal. Um, but I, I, I think Marvel's come to a crossroads where they want to play with these characters and, and make them gods, but they don't know how to do it because they're just making them space aliens for the most part. And, and, you know, I still never bought in on this Loki. Um, because this isn't the Loki that we spent all these years with, right? They, they, they say it's the end of the 14 year journey for Loki, but it's not because it's the Loki from the Avengers movie that they tagged into this It's not the Loki that we got that went through, Dark World and Ragnarok and and all this character development that we got in the movies. Um, this is the Loki that was just kind of a punk. And then we tried to do all this development here, but I, I just never it never paid off for me. I wish it had. Um, I think Tom Hiddleston did some great 
acting great work on this show. Um, but I've just I've seen so many time loop episodes the last few years that I just I didn't need another time loop episode. And um, you know, I, I don't want Loki as a hero. I think the biggest my bit one of my biggest gripes with Marvel is any of the good villains that they develop, they don't keep. Right? Every time we get a villain on this show, on any of these shows. They're either gone by the end of the movie and they kill them off and there's there's no way they're coming back unless they're they're Kang, you know, who we don't get Kang back, but we kind of do. But we get a lot of Kangs now. But so I guess Ant-Man was after Loki season two, even though the sequence at the end of it was after Ant-Man that showed us what happened and set up Loki season two. But it's also all outside of time. So it all has always been there. So now nothing makes sense. Um, because technically if this Loki's always been there, um, because he's there at the end and the beginning of time and all of time. So now we're just in a new timeline for Marvel. Um, but then we're going to be another new timeline and multiverse with Deadpool next year. So yeah, they're making it way too complicated for a casual viewer to understand what the hell is going on with this. Um, and I get it and comic books are complicated, but comic books also have, dozens of titles a month and 12 plus issues every year and crossovers and tell independent stories. And then when they want to pull everything back in, they can reference at this point. And even when they first started doing big crossovers, 30 to 40 years of storyline to go back and pull things out and be like, you remember this. And if not, here's a quick flashback. Uh, these shows now don't even give us the flashback. Um, you know, so we end up um, and again, spoilers where, where Loki is becomes the core of um, Gradsel, the the Norse tree that gives life to everything and all of the nine realms stem from, um, but not really because it's time based. So that's, that's where that is. Um, and look, and, and Jonathan Majors was was fine. I still don't feel any fear of any of the characters they've shown for that. I mean, maybe he's so he's trying to play it as it's so powerful that we don't get we don't need to fear him or we do fear him. But he has so much power that he doesn't care that he doesn't act uh, frightening. Um, I think some of his voices with Victor Timely were not not great. Look, and and I've I've read everything online and all the reviews and like everybody thinks Loki was phenomenal. I thought it was fine. Um, I I. I I don't feel like I accomplished anything watching it because I feel like we just went back to the beginning by the end of it. So the whole show is just one big time loop, really. Um, so which is fine. And it was weird to see a love story between a character and his multidimensional other self just because she happened to be a blonde girl and not look just like him. So that was weird. Um, and even the producers now said that the final season was based on uh, was really driven by the love story between Sylvie and Loki, which makes no sense to me at all, but that's, that's what they're going with. So, um, Frank might have different thoughts on the finale of Loki. So tune in next week. See, uh, see what he thinks about it. Um, he, he might be in a better spot unless I have poisoned his mind to go, to go my route and, uh, and negative on so many things. So speaking of negative on so many things, uh, those were the Loki spoilers. I, I am going to spoil some stuff in the Marvels now. So if you have not 
uh, caught up on the Marvel's, um, you know, tune out, come back. Like I said, this will be up as a clip on YouTube and it'll be up on our podcast. So, you know, drop out about 25 minutes in and, uh, and come back. Like I said, Marvel spoilers. So, uh, as the, as the guy that's negative about, about everything, I will say, um, I thought the Marvels was the best movie Marvel's put out since No Way Home. Easily. Uh, it was the first movie they've had that's that was fun. They 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 played overpowered characters as overpowered characters because every character in that movie, well, at least, you know, they don't call her Photon yet, but but Doctor or Captain Rambo, whatever you want to call her, and and Captain uh, Marvel or Ca Captain Danvers. Uh, yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of the Guardians, the latest Guardians movie, Dom. I thought it was fine, um, but I had more emotional hits and laugh and cry in this movie than I did in anything that's come out since, really since Endgame, but No Way Home was really good, so I'm not going to discount it. Um, I thought... Uh, and I, I don't know what you thought of the Marvel, the Miss Marvel TV show, but that's still my top TV show that Marvel's done because I think Iman Vellani, who plays Kamala Khan, is unbelievable and just so much fun to watch. She just has a blast and it comes off the screen how much fun she's having. So it, it makes me ignore like Brie Larson pretty stiff, but then they played into why the character plays so stiff, right? She still doesn't know who she is. She still doesn't remember anything. Um, and she's so insanely overpowered that she could decimate an entire race and and not realize that she could fix it. Um, yeah, uh, so the movie was great for you as a uh, as a Miss Marvel sequel. All right, let me, let me pull that up here. Uh, sucks as a Captain Marvel sequel. Uh, I I think the problem with doing the a Captain Marvel sequel out of the origin story. Um, as we said, what what threat can you make for Captain Marvel, right? She's so overpowered. Um, and unless you play her down and dumb her down like you've done Thor, where he just does stupid stuff, which is why he's not as overpowered as he really should be against most of the villains and, and the things that they fight in this. Um, I thought pulling in the quantum bands, which I feel like, um, and, and I don't know if everybody else noticed this that saw the movie, but at one point, uh, when at, towards the end, when Captain Marvel is in her fight and goes and beats the villain, I don't even remember the villain's name, so probably not a great villain if I can't remember her name, um, who, again, they killed off by the end of the movie, so no chance for extra development for her. Um, and the quantum bands floating there, both of them, uh, Kamala still uses her powers and her light powers and, and takes a big hand out to bring them back onto the ship. So I think she doesn't need the bands to to run her powers now. And the other um, kind of issue with that is they went back to her just having one band all the time after the fact. So I don't know what their plan was for the other one. Um, but like I saw people that bumped up against the fact there was a planet that got by by singing. I, that to me that's that's the kind of fun. And and this movie didn't have a lot of like dark depressing notes. It it was super tight i mean it was an hour and 45 which is 
crazy short for a Marvel movie. But if it had been longer, I probably wouldn't have liked it because they would have delved into let's get these deep emotional beats and make things dark and dreary like every other Marvel movie's been. And this one was just fun and lighthearted and, and even had some good laughs. You know, I, 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 the flurkins were a bit much. Um, but I thought that was a clever play in there. And, and again, fun and a chance to go laugh at a Marvel movie. I can't tell you the last time I laughed and had fun when I went to see a Marvel movie. It was more like, oh my God, look at this doom and gloom. How is everybody, anybody going to make it? You know, and, and comic books should be fun. And the comic book movies should be fun, right? Like Ant-Man and the second Ant-Man were fun. The new Ant-Man wasn't fun and that it didn't resonate because it wasn't fun. I still don't know that they've advertised this movie right. Um, you know, and I think that one of the main things that's going to hurt this movie is of the four main characters, you know, counting Fury as a main character, two of the four were only ever introduced on the TV shows. So, you know, whatever that audience is, it's, it's still not for box office success. Either one of those. Um, I saw that they have greenlit Miss Marvel season two, which is awesome. So I'm really excited to see what they do with that. And if they bring in all these uh, young Avengers that they've advertised uh, and brought in on the shows, you know, some pretty cool cameos there. You got a Valkyrie cameo. Um, you got the cameo from uh, Girl Hawkeye at the end uh, from Kate Bishop. Girl Hawkeye. Sorry for that. Um, but you got those those cameos at the end, which was great. Um, but you had to make this 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 villain kind of overpowered fairly quickly. And and not a lot because the story wasn't about what about the battle between Ms. Marvel and the villain. It was about her and what she did to the Kree and not thinking she could fix it and just having to go on and do her thing. And why didn't she come back to see, you know, uh, Captain Trouble or Lieutenant Trouble? Uh, because she couldn't remember enough to want to go back and she didn't think she was worthy of going back because she'd ruined all these things. Um But I thought it was really, really fun how they played through all that. And like I said, I, I would watch I've watched Miss Marvel. I think I watched a handful of the episodes more than once. And I don't I don't rewatch stuff much anymore. Um, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun watching that get built out. I, I don't know how they get there in time for Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. So I feel like that's something that's going to be a long play and they will not be Young Avengers by then. So uh, another problem with moving from the uh, comics and animation to to live action. Um, so in the Young Avengers, I mean, I think we get Cassie next. I think they convert Yelena back over from uh, the Thunderbolts by the end of that, because I think that maybe New World Order uh, from Captain America will be our next couple teases. Um, I think we probably get another character to introduced. Uh, we might get, you know, Morgan Stark. They might bring her in because Riri Williams as... Um, is Ironheart. I don't know how that's going to work out uh, because it doesn't seem like they're moving forward with that anytime soon. So, you know, I think you could get Ironheart in there if they do bring her back or Morgan Stark, either one of them. Uh, I don't know who else they pull in from the multiverse. I don't know if they pull some characters from, from Deadpool and bring them in or not If as we introduce more multiversal things through there. Uh, Dylan, hey, thanks for joining, man. Great to see you. Um, 
They could bring in Patriot from Falcon and Winter Soldier. I, look, I, I, they introduced a handful of them. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we get Scarlet Witch's kids back uh, because they are actually members of the Young Avengers in the comics. So we'll see where they go with it. Um, I think, you know, as, as great as the characters they've introduced are so far, I think they do need to balance it out um, because right now it looks like we're going for an all young, all female Avengers, which while I don't have a problem with that, because I think a lot of people had a problem with this movie um, and not anybody here, but I think a lot of people had a problem with this movie and just don't want to talk about the fact that it was a female led movie and they have issues with that. Um, they wanted to see guys beating each other up. Um, but I think if you try and make an Avengers movie that is all young young female versions of the characters that we had in the first movie uh that's going to be there there's going to be some pushback and it's not going to hit the numbers that marvel wants it to hit i wouldn't be surprised if we get she hulk in there um if you bring tatiana maslani in there um as well uh or or even scar right because scar was uh introduced at the end of she hulk hulk's son and he is also uh pulled in in the original uh, young avengers along with hulkling and some other characters similar to that so we'll see if they pull them in um and i won't go full spoilers on it um but the the nod where uh photon and the fact that they never actually named her character a superhero name i thought was hilarious to me even though they mentioned most of the names that she's had in the comics over the years like spectrum and uh you know uh, captain i forget half of them um, but they were all just kind of throwaway names, but a couple of them were there. So the the cameos at the very end uh, were incredible. And I think really set up some exciting things for Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. But um, we go back to, again, depending on who all they pull into these things. Um, People get older and and it's been, you know, 20 plus years since since some of these characters were first seen in the movies. And uh, they most of them weren't super young then. Some of them were some of them look the same. Some of them don't age. Um, if you've seen the Sonic movies, you know what I'm talking about. But a lot of them do. So I, I don't I don't know how that's going to pull back in for Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty. Uh, Dylan, I agree with you about getting a little break from Marvel in 2024. I don't know how many shows we're getting in 2024. I know we're getting Echo in January, um, but supposedly that's going to be the first Marvel show you don't need to have seen any other Marvel shows to watch, which feels weird because it also picks up right at the end of um, Hawkeye and has fallout from the Hawkeye show. So I don't know how you have to have not watched Hawkeye to pick that up, but that's what they're saying. Um, I think we get Agatha this year and... Uh, I feel like there's something else, but I'm not sure what it is. I know what if comes out sometime in December. We'll see if that plays in. We get our Captain Carter back in that show, and then we get Captain Carter back in this multiverses war would be awesome. Um, but the longer they push things out, and the longer they wait, the tougher it's going to be to get all these actors, uh, one to come back for a decent amount of money and uh, that they can afford. And to pull it off, that's one of the the wonderful things about the comic world. Again, like I've said a few times, it's so much 
nicer to just be able to draw in whatever character you want whenever you want and just make sure that they're kind of free in their title that they could you know have taken a day and, and gone off and done this crossover you don't really have that option in live action though so i i don't know how that's going to end up going so we'll see where they end up from that standpoint but i think the teaser at the end i just i don't want to wait three years to pay it off so that's insanely frustrating for me um as it is with all things in marvel i mean they've left so many cliffhangers at the end that we never touched on again right we still don't know when blades coming out supposedly uh november of 2025 now i think if they start filming it mahershal ali is going to be like 70 by the time they get to doing this um and and there's that payoff from the end of Eternals that they need to pay off with that with Dane Whitman, Kit Harrington's uh, Black Knight. There's still the other payoffs from the end of the Eternals. There's Shang-Chi that we haven't seen or heard from in forever now uh, that was hanging out with Captain Marvel and Bruce Banner at the end of that movie. Spoilers for all these other Marvel movies that are years old. Um, you know, and, and and I just don't understand why we're taking so long. That was the beauty of the original phases of Marvel, like the T set up the next movie. Now we're setting up, maybe we'll do this in a few years. You know, if Harry Styles is in a Walker, by the time he gets to play Star Fox, that's not cool. So I, maybe we'll get the payoff in 2025, 2026 at this point. Um, that, that feels like a long way away though. Uh, so that's all I've got for you. Yeah, look, Shang-Chi is, is just, we're all Ken, Dom. Just remember that. We're all Ken. Everybody's Ken. Um, which another one, like a great lighthearted movie that even though it got a little philosophical and, and dove into some some serious subject matter here and there, was just a blast. And, and it's okay to have movies that are fun. I think the cinema's gotten way too far away from that and is trying to make these comic book movies so dark and dreary. And I just want to go and, and have fun and be able to go see something that that characters doing cool stuff and not crying and worrying about all these things. And if there's a family drama, cool, but then we go right back to the fun stuff. And, and again, if anybody didn't watch Miss Marvel, go back and watch Miss Marvel, then go see the Marvels. Amon Vellani is phenomenal um, across the board. And the fact that she now also has written a few Miss Marvel comics makes her even, even greater than better than she already was. Um, so let's, let's, let's not let her get too old. And let's run with that character while we still can, because I think you can you can bank on her for quite a few years still as, if they play their cards right. Um, so you can find me at jackkidmusic.com. Uh, you can find Frank at Gimzak on the socials. Uh, I just dropped a bunch of new demo videos over on my YouTube. More to come the next few days. Uh, my schedule will be coming out uh, for next year, hopefully soon. I'm adding dates as we speak. So uh, check me out there. Thanks for finding the Geek Spot. Tell a friend. Uh, this will go up. Oh, there you go, America Chavez. Uh, Dom, good call. She, I totally forgot about her. Like I said, they keep setting people up and then leaving them alone. Same thing with Clea at the end of Doctor Strange 2 also. Um, but tell a friend. Uh, we'll be dropping some videos on YouTube because this, since it did not go up, will probably be our first non-live stream on YouTube. Uh, so that's exciting. And uh, Frank will maybe give some recaps of his Jedi excursion um, on there on a video as well. Maybe he'll uh, stream some stuff from, from down at the park. We'll see what happens. So thanks for finding the Geek Spot. Thanks for joining, everybody. Uh, you can always continue the conversation over on Facebook at Geek Spot News. And I'll talk to you all later. Have a great night. Mm -hmm.